All right, welcome to Beneath the Surface podcast. I have a guest here. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself, sir? Yes, my name is Darius Harris, and um, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast. Awesome, brother. Pleasure to have you here. Um, so, Darius, I've known you for about eight eight years now, maybe? You yeah. say about that? Yeah, around that, around that. Time flies. <laughs> so, you know, you and I kind of had a conversation before the podcast about what the con- what the podcast is about mm-hmm. and kind of direction I want to take it. And you're someone, I've seen your social media presence, and you seem to be very uh, introspective and very motivational. Most definitely. And it seemed like you got a lot of good stuff to say, so um, that's the reason I wanted you to be here on this episode because there's a couple things I would like to talk about that I feel a lot of people can benefit from. Um, especially younger people that's you know they're, they're a little misguided or they uh, just don't really have that good sense of direction yet you know and one thing I kind of I, you know I'll ask friends sometimes and I've thought about this myself but um, back when you were 18 where, where do you feel like your mind your mindset was at back when I was 18 and I had a crazy mindset I was hanging out with the wrong people Back when I was 18, I had like a whole different mindset. I was hanging out with the wrong people, doing the wrong things. And it's just totally different now. It's just all growth from 18 to 28 now. It's 10 years ago. What kind of things do you think like you were doing that were wrong? Hanging out with the you wrong... You got to incriminate yourself. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to incriminate myself. Just ha- hanging out with the wrong Just hanging out with the wrong crowds, you know what I mean? And, and not loving myself enough. I feel like self-love uh-huh. is like, it was my biggest issue coming up. Like I wouldn't, I didn't understand it back then. But now I look back at it, I didn't love myself enough. You Self-love. Know? Yeah, dude, that's 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 a heavy topic, man. What where do you where do you think that stemmed from not having enough of that? Was it just not getting enough when you were younger and then you just didn't learn it yourself or insecurities, that's what it was. Because I actually had a, I grew up in a two parent home, so I can't say I didn't get love. I got a lot of love from them. It's just insecurities like, you know, trying to hang with the crowd, trying to, you know, be cool, what I thought was cool. Yeah. That, that's more what I and when you love yourself you don't have to be cool or you don't have to do what the other what the crowd is doing to try to be cool or try to get love from your peers if if, if love is within then you're good you don't have to worry about all that stuff and you, you know you don't be misguided to go in the wrong direction which I was because you know I didn't love myself enough to to make decisions on my own I want to hang out with the wrong crowd yeah no doubt man I you know I grew up in inner city LA a lot of people don't know that about me uh, my grandparents had a house in South Central and I was there a lot of the time. I come from a single parent household and I felt a lot of that as well, trying to, you know, constantly fit in with exactly. the people around me, even though inside, like knowing like this That's is not, not me. me. Exactly. It's not me, but you I think it's natural for us to want to fit in with our peers yeah. around us. Yeah, you it think is. it was just peer pressure or was it true um um I can't say it was peer pressure because I've always been my own person. I just think it was more insecurities, like just be afraid to be myself. That's what I think it was. Like, you know, when I was coming up, showing love and giving back, like you looked at, you was looked at as like, like a soft guy or like a punk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, since I'm on this podcast right now, I wanted, and I hope a lot of people listen, I want everybody to know that it's okay to show love and it's okay to, to put love out there. But when I was coming up, I thought showing love was like, like I said, like a soft thing. Oh, that guy over there, he's a punk. Look at him showing love. Look at him trying to be cool. Now I want all, everybody, my 18-year-old self, if I can go back and tell myself something, it would be to show more love and love yourself more. So what, what, what would that look like to you? Like 
showing love? Well, it's like if you were, if you reflect back to, because 18 is not, you know, this question was, what, what about, um, I think I asked you if, if you were 18, kind of like what, what were some of the things you were going through at the time? Um, what would that, what would that look like? People showing love to you? People, me showing love to people? Are people showing love to me? Both, both. Just telling me like, look, man, you're doing the wrong thing. You don't need to be out here doing what you're doing. Like, you know, mm. you don't, you ain't got to be doing this. Have somebody just pull me to the side. Like, look, this ain't cool. Like, fall in the crowd, trying to hang around this, trying to do this, trying to do that. This is not what it's about. This is not love. And at the time, I just had a daughter. I had my daughter at 17, and I turned 18. Wait, no, I turned 18 that year. I was 17 when she oh, was born. Oh, you had your daughter at 18? Pretty well at 17, but I turned 18 that year. So my daughter okay. was born April. My birthday was in November. You know we both Scorpios, Word. and um, yeah. So you know, I was just I was just wild back then, and I just it was it was all insecurities and all just wanted to fit in and all I wanted to be cool. That's what it, you know what I mean. That's what it was. Just want to be follow cool. the crowd. Want to be cool. So no one in your life pulled you to the side during that time. Like Darius, you kind of wilding out, bro. Nobody, honest to God, no. I can't remember a soul like telling like you need to chill. Like you know back then, no. Well, wow. nobody. So- I was blessed. Like I know a lot of people that I used to hang out with back then. They either behind bars or they at a cemetery so I, I really i really was blessed you know that's why i feel like you know i'm still here for a reason and that's why i'm trying to give back and show love to everybody and you know for they don't make the same mistakes i did yeah i can relate to that i don't know if it's like a young black man struggle or just if it's universal or not but i can definitely relate to that being 18 fresh out of high school fresh out wanting to be cool like that was like the the biggest focal point in my life was you know, wasn't focused on like, okay, how do I get financially secure? How do I, I get, <laughs> how do I graduate from college? How do I, you know, I don't know, get ahead. It was mainly like, all right, I want to be, I want to be the man. I want, I want to get money, but you know, I, that's, that's it. Like no plan behind it. Just no plan. I was partying every, every single you weekend. You want to party every weekend. You want different girls. Different like, girls. Maybe it's a lot of the imagery in the in in the in the surrounding environment we grew up in, but it seemed like that's that's a, like a common theme amongst like at least back in my time. We're about no, the same age. Yeah. How old are you? Yeah, I'm I'm 28. We ain't too okay. far apart. You might be a little older than me. We're not 10 yeah, years just, apart. Just for a sure. little bit. <laughs> but but um, it's the same stuff. You know, history is repeating itself. And like you said, with the girl thing, even when I was 18, I want to talk to her. That's when I actually was still with my child's mom. And back then, I wanted to talk to all the other girls. Now, yeah. I look back at it like I wish I could have just stayed home and, and yeah. been with my daughter. But now I look at it like, like I, now I wish I had that, you know. Yeah. But no back doubt. then, when I had it, I wanted to party and go out every weekend. It's like crazy how, how things work out. But you know, you live and you learn. Yeah, you can't correct those mistakes, but I can't. Or you know, I guess fix it. You can you can do better from it, right? All I can do is grow from it. You know, I just got to take it as a lesson, lesson learned, and just grow from it. So, how how, how have you grown from it? I know you you kind of fixed your mentality, but like, how was that? How was that journey in, in getting to where you are now in that mental space? It was a long journey, man. Be honest with you, I feel like boxing helped me a lot. I got back into boxing when I turned 22, and and it humbled me a lot. <laughs> I, I hopped in the ring um, with um, a professional fresh off the streets, and he broke my ribs. <laughs> And um, I'm like, okay, I'm not invincible. I can be touched. I can bleed. Like, you know, it just humbled me a lot. It made me think different. Mentally, like, it really changed me, like, for the better. And I'm mm-hmm. happy for it. And I used to box at nine years old, too. But I took a break from, uh, like, 10 or 11, one of them ages, to 22. And when I got back into it, like, you know, yeah. that's when my life started turning around. 
once I got back into the gym. So that was a big turning point for you. A, get, bi- a, your, a big yeah. turning point. It changed me totally. It kept, it kept me away from people. Like I was so focused on it and dedicated to it. It kept me away from all the negativity. Do you find like in uh, like a common theme in your life? Like when things, um, when you're really interested in that, you just get tunnel vision. Or? Exactly. That's I'm one of those type of guys that just you know you know my motto in SG. I focus on something. And I just be stuck on it. Like I'm, I'm real dedicated, passionate. And ambitious about whatever I'm, you know, I'm focused to. You know what I mean? Just like I was ambitious towards the wrong things when I was 18. So that's why I'm just happy. Like, you know, I never ended up, you know, in, in the wrong place. And I got to grow from all my mistakes. And, you know, I can help others now. Like, I go out and I, to, I, go out and I speak to kids at schools. I speak to kids in my gym. Uh, I'm always open on, on social media, like, letting people know if they need somebody to talk to. Because sometimes people just need somebody to talk to. I wish I was the person I was that I am now back then. And I would open up to somebody because I'd be in a way better situation um, than I am now. Not saying I'm in a horrible situation, but if I would have had the mentality that I have now, back then, skies would be the limit. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think things have to happen in in, in the that perfect time or do you feel like... I think life is all about timing. Things all about timing. It's all about timing. It's, when it's your time for whatever it is, whatever God got planned, whatever the universe got for you, it's all in, in that timing. So you're right about that. So everything does happen for a reason. I mean, I don't even know if I truly believe that. I'm just saying, I'm just, just asking you. I understand that I believe things that. have happened in certain times and it's it's worked out. And I, but, you know, when you look at like the grand scene thing, which I won't get into this conversation about. Now, why certain people died at early age? Like, I mean, uh, it's kind of hard to really wrap your mind around that concept. Yeah. Well, when it comes to timing, you know, mm-hmm. I've had friends lose their young kids, and it's yeah. I, I just can't. I, I don't understand that. You know, I, I wish somebody. I would love to have somebody on that on the podcast too. Yeah, maybe uh, break that down to me. But um, I do think that if things didn't happen in our life at a certain time, then. Um, it would affect the outcome for exactly. sure. Yeah. I wouldn't be the man I was today if I didn't go through what I went through. That's for sure. Uh, I probably wouldn't be so willing to like go out to the schools and show love. And that's the main thing I preach to these kids: like self love and to love each other. I've seen that whenever I go out because that was that was not common for me when I was in high school and middle school. Like we thought that was like you know you would never hear somebody like saying I love you, bro, or something like that in high school or. or in middle school that never happened because people don't think that's cool they think oh <laughs> you soft or you a girl yeah that's that's what i preach when i go out there i want them to know showing love is cool like all these mass shootings and all this crazy stuff going yeah. on is because them them people didn't have enough love in their life they didn't have enough love in their heart so they just going crazy that's true man you know a lot of a lot of parents like uh, i can even say in my own life like my mom she was she showed her love but she never said i love, I you. love you until i became an adult and then she started saying it but and I know other people that say the same thing. Like, their parents would tell them, I love you, you know? I don't, did your mom tell you she loved you when you were My dad used to tell me I love you all the time. That's, That's one thing. Possibly, like, I love you, I love you. My mom used to say I love you, too. My dad preached it more than everything. Before we go to bed at night. Like, I grew up around a loving family. That's what I'm saying. The stuff I was getting involved in at 18 was just all insecurities. I did not have to be involved in that stuff. Like, it's just... I thought it was cool because these other people were doing it. You know what I mean? I most definitely grew up around a lot of love. Like... I remember back in the day when I was a kid, we used to always be under the covers. Me, my sister, and my daddy playing with us. Like my dad, he really was a father back in the day. And uh, my mom, I grew up in a good household, so it wasn't that. It was just. So I what, what, what were your insecurities? Tell me about the insecurities, man. Because I'm very interested in that topic topic of insecurity. Because as I talk to you now, and I feel like I've done 
pretty well in life thus far coming mm-hmm. from where I came from but mm-hmm. I still have insecurities that I hold on to that I'm not perfect man um, I think my insecurities came from not being confident enough within myself to be able to do certain things that now I feel like I can do anything what were you not confident about any like maybe I might not have been confident enough to feel like I can go in this job interview and get this job maybe I might have been not confident enough to feel like I can go back to the boxing gym and box maybe I might have feel like I'm not confident enough to even talk to this girl it's just my confidence wasn't where it is now it's cause, because I didn't have enough self love so you lack confidence because of self love I believe so and you don't know where the self love may have stemmed from because you did come from a loving two parent household yeah. and you, you were told I love you all the time all and the then, time and, you know your friends around you maybe they act tough but a lot of times you know they may have been coming from broken households yeah. where they weren't getting enough that's what I'm saying that, I, it's know? like I was living their household life because you know, <laughs> just being around them because I didn't grow up like that that's why I couldn't understand like right just being a follower that's what I say I was being more of a follower back then because uh-huh. I grew up around love for sure like you know what I mean but I grew up around like I grew up in a two parent household but one thing I w- did wish and what I'm going to preach more to my kids like I grew up around love but I want. I wish I was preached more to love myself. Like I love my mom, I love my dad, but I don't feel like I love me enough. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I love me enough. I love them. I love my sisters. Like I grew up around loving family, but I want to teach people to love themselves enough to like love you. It's yeah. not just about loving others. A lot of people got love for other people, but a lot of people don't love themselves. What they do you think? What do you think changes when you love yourself? What do you mean it's just everything. Like, your confidence. You, confidence. Um, you don't tolerate probably as much. Exactly. You don't tolerate as much. Um, your self esteem, your awareness, everything. Self love is the key. Self love. Once you love yourself, it's just like life flows so much better. Like you said, so much stuff you don't pull up with. Even stuff that like. You might love yourself enough to feel like, man, I don't need to be working at this job. Like, you know, I know I can elevate. You know what I mean? It's all it's yeah, all confidence yeah. and self-love. Like, yeah. you know, self-love is everything. It really is. And I, I've learned that it, over this last couple of years, I've really been big on self-love and preaching self-love. Because you'd be surprised how many people really don't love themselves. Like, you know? Yeah, no doubt, man. That's why it's so much suicide and stuff going on. Because people don't love themselves enough. They be like, nobody care about me. Do you care about you? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of people committing suicide and stuff like that. I've been seeing on the internet. and You know, with social media, you can see everything. Well, I think... You, so, do you think it's happening more or do you think we just see it more? You know what? I think... You know what? It might be the same amount happening. It's just we can see it more because social yeah. media. I knew back in the day, I had, like, uncles and yeah. friends and family that... Now it goes viral. Now it goes viral and stuff. You're right. It's just... Yeah. We're more aware to everything now. And I think social media messes up a lot of people's heads, man. They see a lot of people doing this and doing that. And they're so worried about what the next person is doing to the point where they don't focus on themselves. Social, yeah. Social media really is <laughs> the gram, man. Everybody do it for the gram, man. They see it on the top. gram. I know some people on Instagram, man, that I see on Instagram and I see them in real life. I'd be like, uh, you know me, I don't know who's who. <laughs> yeah, everyone's posting the highlights, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, okay, I the see. The highlight reel. Um, no, man, that's, that's, that's interesting you say that, dude, because I think with... Uh, insecurities you know how we all have them and you you say a lot of it's due to a lack of self-love which i would i would agree with that statement i think you know if i look back at my own life i think i have struggled with self-confidence which Mm -hmm. i don't think is abnormal but i definitely struggle with self-confidence and yeah it probably comes from not having enough positive affirmations exactly family and people that were expecting to do so. And I can't fault my family for some of it, like, you know, because 
I know where they come from. They come from way worse and than you me. Know they what, did a dude, way better dude, job than I did. That was, but you know what? That's a perfect transition because one thing I've, I've gotten older and I realized that a lot of our parents were so flawed and they were only, they only got the tools that were given to them. Exactly. You know, a lot of times back in the day, like this whole, like being self-conscious and, and being cognizant of like, you know, your your own shortcomings and being introspective, that wasn't really like at the at the forefront of like exactly. what parents were thinking back then. Exactly. You know, they come from a different generation. A whole of di- like you exactly. work hard, you grin and bear it, you shove it down deep and you just go ahead and you keep moving, you know? Exactly. And so now is what's happened is it's passed on a lot of mental health issues to this generation, which I, I think every generation we're getting a little more aware. But I think if I look back at even my own, my mom's history, like she, she didn't have exactly. the right tools to exactly. handle three kids as a single mom. And exactly. You know, we're, she's trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out, you know, but we're getting better from it. And we just going to make it better for our kids. Like we breaking the generational curses. And Absolutely. That's, that's another thing I'm, I'm, I'm working on doing. I am doing, I'm breaking generational curses. And like mm-hmm. I was saying, like my pops, he didn't even know his dad. He lost his mom at 17. So he raised himself, so you know. Wow. So he did. He did great for for what he knew, you know. Yeah. He did a, a, an excellent job, like you know. I, when I needed a father, I had a father, like. And like I said, like the way I benefit from ha- having a um, two parent household is like, my dad taught me how to be a man, not to fear nobody, not to do this. My mom taught me how to go on a job interview, how to talk to people. My dad don't know how to talk to people. My mom no. know how to turn it off. What do you say? He he talked like a straight. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> He don't know how to talk to people. But my mom, yeah. she know how to talk to people. I learned that from her. So if I was just raised by my dad, man, it'd have been bad. If I was just raised by my mom, I probably would have been dad a little softer. Dad real, dude. Yeah, my I like dad. It. <laughs> he don't know how to talk to people. You know? you keep it one way, too. That's <laughs> yeah. all the way real. You know what I mean? He going to talk to everybody the same. Yeah. If, if he if, if he meets somebody back at home in, in his neighborhood, or if he meets somebody in Beverly Hills, they get yeah. the same, yeah. <laughs> same conversation. They have no vocabulary, nothing. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, I learned that from my mom. I feel like that's really important, like, you know, to be able to switch it up, for sure. Like, that's really, 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 really important. Yeah, man. You bring up the topic of generational curses. And that's, man, that's huge within a lot of communities, especially, you know, especially, like, uh, an African-American community or just lower socioeconomic communities um, where either it's, you know, pregnancy at a young age, dealing with poverty. Yeah. Or... You know, just not really um, maybe getting out of college. There's a lot of different things that families deal with that are generational curses. Yeah. What, what do you What do you feel like? What kind of curses are you are you breaking? Well, for one, I am staying out of trouble. You know, I'm not gonna get deep into it, but you know, back in the day, pops might have got into some trouble that I'm not gonna get into. Mm-hmm. And for for example, I will say this: my dad has. Um, Four boys, four girls. I'm the only one that stayed out of jail. Wow. I'm the only one with a high school diploma. Wow. I'm the I'm the one that, you know, ventured out. I just wanted to be different. I wanted to show people that, you know, no matter where you come from, it's all about mind frame. You can you could be what you want to be. Yeah. You could be positive. It's just all in your mind frame. It's all in your mind. Control your mind. Don't let your mind control you. Absolutely, man. That's that's so much easier said than done, though. It is. The mind is so but, powerful. Exactly, <laughs> but it's possible though. You just gotta yeah. believe it. You gotta believe it. it. The power is in the belief. 
Yeah. Don't let your mind don't let your mind beat you. Control your mind. You in control. Your mind not in control. Yeah, but I think it's about taking incremental steps. You gotta it take is. small steps. Yeah. People think, hey, I'm gonna change my mindset overnight. Think positive. Like guess what? No. Even the most positive people like are that. not always positive, you know? Yeah, for sure. I most um, definitely when people meet me they be like, Dang, you talk now? Like I was I was so I didn't talk or anything. Like I wouldn't talk in front of the crowd. I was just a little shy guy, like yeah. a little it's just crazy. Like I'm happy the person I become. I look back at it. People are like, dang. Like I told my sister, I'll be speaking and stuff at work. She don't believe me. She said, you ain't about talking yeah. for no people. I said, come to work and see. <laughs> <laughs> then she see me going to schools talking and stuff. And yeah. I said, okay, well maybe. And I feel like my confidence came from going back to boxing. And going back to boxing might be some might not be somebody where somebody else finds their confidence at. But find what it is, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I feel like going back to boxing humbled me. And it, it, it um, helped me find confidence, you know, it most definitely. Like, because I started off going in there, getting my ribs broke, getting beat up. Then I started growing from it. Then I started winning tournaments, people coming out to see me, people happy, making other people happy. So it's like, yeah, I, I felt love from it, you know. Yeah, I, I, I totally see you as one of those uh, think it, say it, believe it guys. Yeah. Like you, you, you definitely, uh, you say it, you post it, I'm going to be world champ. Yeah. And then you... You know, it gets in your mindset, and you've been out here, dude. You, what you six and zero now, seven and zero? Yeah, seven and zero. Seven and zero. You got a few knockouts on your record. Um, I believe in your talents. I think, I think you are gonna do it, man. I but appreciate that. I buddy. think part of it is, like you said, man, making yourself believe it first before others can believe it. Like Ali used to always say, "I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest." Dude, nobody, I watched a documentary. Nobody was saying that. Nobody was saying he was the greatest. He was saying he was the greatest. I, I I've gotten more inspired from this HBO documentary than I have I of anything else within the last five years. It's amazing. I need to see it. Amazing, man. I love Ali. Not even just for what he did in boxing. Outside the ring, like outside the yeah. ring, he he brought a lot of things to the table, man. But um. Back to uh, back to generational curses, man. I, I think that doesn't get enough attention. attention and awareness because you know it's, it's like you said you were one out of eight kids from your dad. One out of eight. One out of eight, and you're the for, only one that was able to kind of get a diploma, break through some things. I'm the only one who walked across stage with a diploma. Like my my other brothers went back and got GDs in jail and stuff like that. Yeah. But to have like a graduation cap and gown, I was the first one, and I'm not the um, oldest kid. My so, oldest brother is forty something. What, what so what what's left for you, man? What else do you want to do? That's that's big on like the hey, I need to. I want to change this I, I, for my I, I, family. I want to start a nonprofit. I'm gonna okay. start a nonprofit, um, and I want it to be towards the at-risk youth. I want I want them to have a platform to have somebody to go to to speak with. You never know how, how you could change your life just with words, just, just with somebody, words. just making them feel loved, making them feel comfortable. You know what I mean? That's a good point. A lot of people think, hey, once I get rich, then I'm going to change the world. No, no, no. It, it, it doesn't start that, that way, right? You ain't got to wait from it. You ain't got to work. You ain't got to wait to get rich to change the world. It's a lot of rich people ain't doing nothing to change the world. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It might be hurting the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All the stuff they post on social media got these kids going crazy, robbing banks, trying to get what y'all got and end up in jail. You know what I mean? So do you think that kind of motivation works where people are posting like the mansion, the cars, um, the lifestyle of the wealthy? Do you it all think, depends. Do you think that imagery is 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 I'm not, I'm motivational? Not for, I'm not for it. I'm not. That's not what I would do. But for me, when I see it, it's motivational for me in a positive way. But some people, they might get motivated. Man, I need to go snatch this chain <laughs> off his yeah, neck. You know what I mean? They're not telling you how it's to get it. How you get it. Yeah. It's all how you yeah. perceive it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's how you post it. Like some people might post it flop, like, you know, oh, look at my cars. I'm doing it like this. Now, and some people might say, you know, I worked hard for this. Um, it took me years to do it. You can do it too. 
And some people might just be flexing, like, okay, I got this, I'm better than you. And that's what I never want to do. If yeah, I post something, kind of braggadocious. Exactly. Man. I want yeah. you to know, like, look, you can, I did it. You did, you could do it too. Not like I did it. You beneath me. You know what I mean? That's what some I people see do. that a lot, and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Man, honestly, like I, I got, like it. I got, I, I didn't even say the word friends, but people I knew from high school that were friends, and uh, now just people I see um, post things from high school. But you no, know, they'll have like, which I don't know how they really live, but show like diamonds or. Like a nice car or something, but I'm like, what does that do for people that can't afford it? Other than exactly. want to make them like either and angry some, or and envious. And sometimes you make yourself a, a target, like say, angry envious people. Okay, I can't wait to catch him slipping. You gotta watch. You gotta watch what you post, man. You yeah. gotta be careful, man. Especially, especially if you, if you flexing, like you know, and people feel like, okay, you flexing on me, like people yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe I'd be more okay with it if you give a little more context as to, hey, I you know, I've, I've, I've maybe not even that. Maybe like, hey. You know, give some financial advice behind mm-hmm. it. You know, like exactly. offer something yeah. as opposed to just like look what I got. But that's what's wrong with most people. They want to people. They want to be at the top and keep everybody else at the bottom. Like people, some people like feed off of that. Like you know, I'm, I'm above you. Like some, some people, people do feed off that. They, you think that's because of insecurity as well? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like like Nipsey Hussle. I was watching a um, documentary way before he um, got killed or anything. And it was like, dang, Nipsey, you don't have all the diamonds and jewelry and stuff like that. He said, all that stuff is all that stuff is an asset. And I and he said, people get it for the girls and all that. Woo, woo, woo. But that's just insecurity. He said, I want to invest in some real estate, some properties, take care of my people. I don't know if yes. you've seen that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, that stuck with me way before his death or anything. That's that's what made me a Nipsey Hussle fan. I'm like, okay, this dude got some sense. He wasn't just trying to flex on people. He wanted people. He was trying to give up some game on how to get things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's crazy just that, that people like that, bad stuff had to happen to him. Yeah. That's the world we live in, you know? I think even even that, even the, the braggadocious lifestyle is a, is a cycle as well. It may be something that someone's seen that got them inspired to just get the money or, or whatever it is, whatever, whatever they're into. And then... They're back, man. I finally got a chance to show off what I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is but true. not really understanding the it's mindset not what behind you do, it. It's how you do it. My mom always told me that. Like, you know, if you want to show something off, be like, look, man, I've been working for this for this amount of years. This is how I did. This is the step I take. This was my plan. I wrote these goals down. I did it like this. So I got it. And you can do it too. Exactly. Like, put that yes. in their mind. Don't yes. be like, oh, I'm flexing. I yes. got this. Yeah, y'all down there. Y'all never yeah. get what I got. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just offer some value with yeah, it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Not you know? just show the value, offer value. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. You know what I mean? So. But some people, like, you know, they feed off of that. They're happy that they're they doing it and the next person can't. Like, you know, that's how that's how some people are. Yeah, Me, I'm a loving person. Yeah. I want to see everybody doing good, everybody happy. You yeah, know, in, my, and in the perfect world for me, everybody be happy. Yeah, it feeds the ego, you know. Exactly. It feeds the ego. And I know a lot of people mention ego these days. And, um, you know, sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's necessary. And everyone has any Anyone that says they don't have an ego. I saw a guy on... Instagram say I don't have any ego. I'm like, yeah, you do, bro. You got an ego <laughs> with something. It may not be with like showing off your with cars and shit, but like either you own that title at your job. Like I'm CEO. Why is that in your title, dude? That's that's ego. Yeah, it's not who you are. Yeah, why you want to put that? That's that's your title. It's that not is who you right. are, dude. Like yeah. you even saying like, hey, I'm a I'm I'm a boxer. You know, that's that's ego. Yeah, says yeah, that. that's kind of like, yeah, ego, ego too. You know, no one. It's so hard to completely Part of shed. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's so hard to completely shed the ego. Anything that's associated with that's not our that's not our, us to our core. Mm-hmm. That's just an attachment. Exactly. That feeds the ego. I agree, hundred percent. Right, and it's not like I said. It's not always negative. Sometimes it's necessary exactly. to drive you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then sometimes it is excessive where it's just more damaging than than good it's all in, it's all in what you make it you know just like i tell people about instagram social media i know people that delete their instagram for a week for a month social media is what you make it it's what you what you use it for and how you how you use it just like anything else it's what you make it. i never delete my instagram or no. any of my social medias because it's all in what you made it it's, i'm trying to use the platform to my best advantage like I, when I when I fight and I sell tickets, like most everything comes from social media. Without social media, I don't know how I would sell tickets. Just yeah. be honest. Yeah. Just like I don't have no platform like to be on TV promoting myself or anything like that. It's social media. Everybody see what I'm doing, my NSG and all that stuff from social media. Without that, it wouldn't be as big as it is. For sure, for sure. Like how how will people know? People I ain't seen in years. Like how would they know? Yeah. So def- she, it connects everybody, and it's what you make it. It's really what you make it. Yeah, you it's how it for, you utilize it, exactly. for sure. So I'm trying to utilize it to my full advantage to spread love, positively, positivity, teach everybody, never stop grinding, believe in yourself, chase your dreams, and, and it can happen. It, it starts in the mind, and the power is in the belief. You believe in you. Yeah. That's all you need. But that's let, powerful. Let me, let me ask you this. With social media, because I, I agree it is how you use it, and there's a lot of good things to it, but you think it's like a catch-all kind of system where... You know, yeah, you're going to use it so much that you get a lot of positive out, but you're going to catch some of that bad shit, too. That you're going to you you get some dirt. You're going you're gonna to catch some bad it. stuff. That's what anything. Like, though. oh, man, I've seen too much now. I'm, I'm starting to, you can kind of catch yourself, all right. As soon as I pick up my phone, either whether I want to open up Instagram or not, I push the damn button. Or <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> yeah, or, I pick up my phone right yeah. now before I go to text or, messages. Or now I'm, like, looking at... All these chicks that got flat bellies, or yeah, <laughs> or yeah, see, you know, yeah. or Th- you know, things, it, it, yeah. all these different things, or you know, you start to see too many highlight reels of other people's lives, and you start to look at your own and, yeah. and compare it a little bit. I'm guilty of the flat bellies, <laughs> <laughs> but that you know that's you know that's what come with it. But you know, if I was married or something like that, but you know, I'm just just a young single man, you know. <laughs> yeah, just a young single man. If dude. I see, you know, I see a flat belly. I mean, I can't help but the look. <laughs> you know what I mean. But it's like, dang, girl, yeah. that's all they post on there. That's how that's how they advertise yeah. themselves. It's not like they yeah. got on um, some 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 you know regular stuff. But not only that, I mean, it may make you you may have a lady or um, or you know maybe there's a woman in your life that wants to be closer to you, but like maybe the appearance ain't all the way there for you. You're just like, man, I can't get behind <laughs> that because like I want because it's gonna look like <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm People be like that, but I feel like that's kind of like insecurity too. Yeah. Like I feel like when you talking to a person, it should be from within. Like, don't get me wrong. If I'm talking to a girl, I want to just look any type of way, but I want some 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 genuine connection. Yeah. Because to be honest, when I when I see girls like half naked and stuff on social media, I would never be like, oh, I don't want to make her my girl. You can look as cute as heck, but I just feel like like you degrading yourself. Like, wow. you letting the whole world see you like that. You know, that's not that's not. A girl I would want to be with I would want to Buy a home with I wouldn't want to start A business with When I see that That's not what I think But what if she's just Doing it for like Business purpose Like by promoting her body And like Maybe she has I'd have to get to know her As a person Cause just Just from looking Just from the outside Looking in It's looking like I don't know What but, if it's a get money strategy So she's promoting her New so you say line. So you, you'll say You'll say yourself for You know For a little bit of money Like Maybe you know? she's promoting her uh, I'm just playing Devil's advocate here But maybe she's Maybe she's promoting uh, No a lingerie company and that's going to help her build her empire. And she's like, you know, I got a nice body. I'm going to model in it. And this I is going to sell. I can't knock that. I can't knock that. I can't knock that. But if we if we together and we have a conversation about it and we both agree on it and you can help me understand, get it to register right in my brain, then maybe it'll work. But me from the outside looking in and you ain't my girl and I just see it like that, I'm yeah. like, nah, I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if she came to me, I'm like, look, we need to build this empire, babe. You know, 
We need to do this. This is going to help us. You know what I mean? We need to. You need to put your. What is it? What, what would that be? Ego? What would it be? Um, pride? What would, maybe more. Maybe yeah, more, more pride. pride thing. Yeah. Maybe you need to put your pride to the side. Let's get this. You know, I love you. I'm for you. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. mind's powerful. Maybe it depends on how she talk to me about it. <laughs> you know, women yeah. got their way with words. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you know. I, I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I don't. Uh, we may we get so fixated in our beliefs and values and what we think is right mm-hmm. that we don't really take a step back there and you say, go. Okay, we challenge yourself. Like, yeah. wait, am I am I even thinking the right thing here, or do they even have a good point? And yeah. I'm, dude, I'm so. Good and to you this just opened me up right now when you said, "What if it's the built empire now?" And I'm like, "Damn, I'd be a fool to just be like, just be closed off on it." No, yeah. you no, should, you're you showing me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hold up, build an empire. Hold up. That caught my ear. Okay, let's talk about it now, babe. <laughs> 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 How, what you need yeah. me to do? I need to take my shirt off too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother, man. It was good talking to you, Most dude. I could bro. talk to you for like an hour, man. Yeah. We got to do this again. Most definitely. And uh, bro, I appreciate you being open with me on the podcast. Oh, not a problem, bro. I'm open and book. I gotta tell everybody. I don't have no secrets, no skeletons in my closet, nothing like. That's why I live so freely because I'm, and I live at peace because can't nobody be like, oh look. I'm airing this out by him. I'm airing it. Everybody knows everything about me. You know, I'm really me, who I, who I who I portray myself to be, and that just makes me happy. You know. Yeah. All right, man. I appreciate it. And uh, everybody, this has been another episode of Beneath the Surface. Beneath the Surface. Make sure y'all listen. All right. Hey, is that a?